Hello, little dragon is here. Hey. Hey. Lollapalooza 2017, Jesse Menendez, Jill Hopkins. Today we are uh, speaking to Swedish electronic band Little Dragon. Before they go on at the Lakeshore stage, uh, just down yonder at Lollapalooza. Uh, we're excited to, to meet you guys and excited to see you. We play your music on our station all the time. It's great to, to put some faces to yep. names. Now, one of my favorite thing about you guys is that you're an electronic band, but you're not like Perry's stage electronic. <laughs> like, it's great to dance to. It's a great festival vibe. What's your favorite thing about playing an event like this as opposed to playing like a club show? Um, I think, I mean, you reach out to a lot of people who aren't familiar with your music at festivals, you know, and uh, I mean, some people are probably coming to check out some other bands, you know, they maybe have heard of you or are curious and it's a good sort of moment to play for big crowds and, you know, hopefully get some new fans as well. So I'm thinking about the album Season High and it's like an incredibly emotive album and I'm wondering how that resonates with the band and what you're able to project to such a wide audience. Are there some tracks that you feel like just do not convey what you want to, like Butterflies or Don't Cry? Does that work in an environment like this? No. <laughs> <laughs> some songs don't work. Uh, we, we noticed that we uh, have produced quite a few songs that we never really play live. But of course, we, we, we are up for the challenge to try to make them happen <laughs> in a live situation. But but in the clubs, of course, we, we do play songs like Don't Cry and Butterfly is a plan to, we have a plan to play it also. But. So a song like Pop Life is a fantastic, I think, banger that resonates with an audience like this. But at the same time, you're conducting and conveying a really real narrative where you're also talking about things that you feel, in my opinion, are essential to you and the band in, in terms of what you convey. What, tell me about that song, Pop Life, and, and what it is that you want to tell your audience with that. Um. Well, I think it it is definitely a song that has like a political undertone, but it's not necessarily, you know, pointing a finger like you should think this or do that. You know, it's definitely has a lot of space for interpretation. And um, I think that's something that's been important with my lyrics, you know. So um, I think it's about finding a personal meaning for it and uh, and uh, sort of um, going with that. Yeah, I'm not really interested in conveying exactly what my thoughts are more interested but you're in the one who wrote it why, why <laughs> yeah. she not in maybe she doesn't even know what she's yeah. trying to say <laughs> so she comes to like the jam session she's like guys i don't know what this song is about she, she's very lyrically confused you know i'm definitely lyrically confused but sometimes when it's too personal you know it's like uh do you know, not want people know. to pick up on that uh, in their own way, yeah, yeah. So they can lay their own meaning. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, so the other thing own. I want to ask you guys is like, so you've collaborated with a number of acts like Gorillaz and so forth. When you are collaborating and adding your vocals to an act that's established like that, are you who you are? Or do you find that you are trying to adopt another voice for those instances? I think uh, we try to be ourselves. You know, people contact us because they're interested in, in us. So. Uh, uh, we we uh, try to put our flavor, but a collaboration is you know that's it's it's a collaboration obviously. So yeah. it's gonna it's hopefully gonna take us somewhere else and take them somewhere else. So. Sometimes a collaboration can have a little barrier of politeness. Also, you want to be polite and you want to be behaved. <laughs> and uh, when we are working together, we can be much more straight to the to the like we will tell our opinion. 
with uh, with people you don't know. It takes a while to build that thing, but so far so good. Now uh, we mentioned the song Pop Life, and uh, in our our audio files, it sits nestled in next to Prince and the Revolution's Pop Life, who, uh, much like yourselves, started playing music together while they were in high school. So you've got that in common with those guys. Tell me a little bit about what it's like to grow as a person and as a band with the same three other people for over 20 years. Uh, it's um, um amazing journey, actually. You know, it's 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 it's. I don't think we think think about it that much, but you know, and as you, I think you know, being growing up and getting mature and like, in each of us discovering new stuff and like opening up to uh, to other people. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just I don't know what to say. It's. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we expected, you know, like yeah. when we met and hung out as friends and listened to music that we'd be on this journey 20 years later, you know, like so. It's a special feeling. So of all four of you, which one of you is the little dragon? <laughs> the music we create together is the spirit of little, little dragon. dragon. What I do want to ask though is like, so there's a, like a heavy electronic element to every one of your five albums. And sometimes electronic music gets this connotation of being inhuman and not being able to be emotive. But that's not what I hear when I hear your albums. So tell me about the journey that you want to take your audience on with the synthesizers and the program beats that you have. Is it emotive? Do you feel like it's conveying the emotions that the four of you wanted to? I mean, when we started uh, touring around 2006 and 2007, uh, it was very big with like folk, folky stuff. and. Uh, we of course agreed on the whole organic human touch of that, but we felt like we are kids of the 80s, we're, we grew up with the synth, so why not just be electric about it? You know, we can still be human and organic and, uh, and have flaws, you know? So we were, for a while that we were philosophizing a lot about the <laughs> electric forest. As he, as he strokes his beard. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's uh, how the would official it, motion of philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> how would it be to be in an electric forest and play like electric folky stuff? And that's what we, I think that's what we did. So, so, so what would you say is the arc of season high? What would you say is the emotion that you want to convey to your audience? Because of your five albums, in my opinion, and you can certainly push back on this, this is the most subtle, this is the most emotive of the five. What does that mean? It means expressing emotion in a very straightforward way. I mean, I, I think one of the the sort of uh, things that that we love when we feel high on music is that you know escapism and when you feel like uh, you're you're forgetting your whatever you're worrying about or your whatever you gotta go do that you're not excited about you know it takes you somewhere and uh, you know when we write a good song and we're excited about it you know at that moment it takes us someplace so uh, that's kind of what we'd like to convey for the listener hopefully you know if they're into it and they're digging it and they feel like you know cranking it up at home or listening in it uh, in their headphones and dreaming about something you know taken to another place like then we feel like that's that we've achieved something you know because that's 
Lastly, you're about to perform at Lollapalooza. You guys have performed all around the world. You guys, I imagine at, at some point, you know, performances are performances. You don't hi hold any in regard higher than the other. Does this mean something more to you when you perform at a festival of this magnitude? I mean, uh, it does. Don't, li don't lie to it, me. Don't it, lie to me. No, no, but it does because, you know, obviously it, it has a kind of a weight, you know, like, uh, but sometimes I feel like certain festivals are almost like uh, the emperor's new clothes, you know, like, oh, it's that festival. Oh, there's so much media there. You know, it's more about the media than, you know, sometimes about, but, but at the same time, it's all about the people and the crowd and uh, the music. So she's, we need to remind ourselves about that. <laughs> and the rest of you? Peace? I completely agree. Stay away from the media as much as possible. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. No, I'm I sorry. mean, uh, yeah, all respect, but I mean, it's, it is. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's, it's, isn't that the truth though? You, I mean, we, we we live in an age where we take pictures or everything, try to describe reality, but it's, it will never ever be reality. It will, it will always, it's, uh, you know, I don't know where I'm going to take that. I could go on forever, but, but, uh, I want to hear from him. Yeah. Uh, reality. <laughs> reality. <Whoops. laughs> Is that now? Or? I mean, scientifically, it's all made up in our brains. Everything we feel, see, and hear, and, uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Little dragon, no, uh, We don't want to go that deep. So, all right. I guess. 2017, Chicago, Vocalo 91.1 FM. Thank you all very much. Little dragon. Hey! Yeah.